This is Cambridge Judge Business School's online knowledge centre with expert commentary, analysis and insights into the issues of the day. Global innovation is going to go a long way. More and more countries are looking at cutting costs. More and more uh, the longevity is increasing as far as medical devices are concerned. So people are going to use more and more devices. People are going to, I mean, you, you've got uh, hip implants, you've got knee implants, you've got ear implants, you've got, uh, we just had ordinary spectacles earlier. Now you have contact lenses, you have intraocular lens implants. So I think sky is the limit in terms of medical devices. But if this could be even be translated for uh, other areas like automobiles or different engineering sections, I think, I think it will be, of, uh, it'll go a long way. That's Balram Bhargava, developer, inventor, if you like, of the indigenous platinum iridium coronary stent. His brother-in-law, a jeweller, made it. Thousands of heart patients have since enjoyed the benefit. But Professor Bhargava of the All India Institute of Medical Sciences is not your average ordinary inventor or innovator. He's an outstanding cardiologist and a world leader in the field of biomedical innovation, public health, medical education and research. He's a champion of simple and therefore affordable innovation and believes that India is ready and poised for the decade of frugal innovation, especially in the medical field. Professor Bhargava's lecture, Challenges and Opportunities for Healthcare Innovation in India, centred on medical device innovation and highlighted interdisciplinary collaboration between doctors, engineers, designers and entrepreneurs. He's promoted the unique India-Stanford Interdisciplinary Biodesign Programme based on innovation and design in low-cost implants and devices, therefore frugal. What's his definition? Frugal innovation is innovation where it, it is low-cost innovation. It is conceived in, in India, but what we are talking about, which is applicable to the Indian masses. And because it is low-cost it will be applicable to the West as well because most of the countries uh, in the West are talking of cutting costs. And I am a cardiologist, so we're talking of medical devices. And uh, we have uh, recently, in the last four or five years, we've started a program with the Stanford University and the Indian Institute of Technology at Delhi to innovate low-cost medical devices also to ignite the medical technology industry in India and to have these devices which are brand new ideas. We don't want to become a back office for innovation for the West. We want some new ideas which are being innovated in India and new clinical needs that are being solved by ideas in India. And once these needs are solved in India, the mindset is frugal, the mindset is low cost, the mindset is affordable. And these will automatically be applicable in the West, where, where uh, the Obama administration in the U.S. is talking of cutting costs uh, for healthcare uh, devices. And, and it's, the same is happening in the NHS. An interesting quote. Frugal innovation is touted as the key to mass market success in the developing world. And the quote goes on. But do Western manufacturers have the skills to make it a success? Uh, Western manufacturers do have the capability to make it a success. The devices, I'm, I'm concentrating on medical devices. The Western manufacturers have to find a business model which would be cost-effective 
as well as effective uh, for the markets in the West as well. More and more devices would be used, the market would be created, and, and by creating the bigger market, I think they would see the numbers and find it uh, a, a possible business model. You're a cardiologist, yet you developed the indigenous platinum iridium coronary stent. Now, how did that come about? Was that a deliberate move on your part, or was it, was it one of these kind of eureka moments? I'm a cardiologist, but cardiovascular stents uh, entered, uh, were first devised in 1986, and they entered the Indian market in 1992, and they were horribly expensive at that point in time. And that is when I thought about low-cost stents. And lo and behold, I approached my brother-in-law, who's a jeweler in Bombay, and I asked him to make a platinum iridium stent, because platinum iridium electrodes are used in humans in the brain for mapping. So I thought platinum iridium is the most biocompatible material. And therefore, we talked about developing platinum iridium stent. Now, this was a coil stent, uh, a coil design, and, and, and it lost out because uh, um, metal stents, which were laser cut, replaced the coil stents. You mentioned Stanford scientists and, and, and the collaboration that's going on there with Indian doctors. Yet we're talking here about high-level engineering, aren't we? So you're looking at collaboration between doctors, engineers, designers, and entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting mix. Mm-hmm. For innovation, what we have to do is to break the barriers. I mean, many physicians and doctors have unmet clinical needs in their head, and all the time those needs are just sitting in the head and that they, they remain untapped. In this program, we have a multidisciplinary team of doctors, engineers, entrepreneurs, and designers, and this team does a clinical immersion and finds anywhere between 300 to 400 unmet clinical needs. And these unmet clinical needs are then filtered by the team and the physician feedback depending on the market analysis, depending on the intuitive screening, depending on the physician's feedback. And they come up with the top 10 odd unmet clinical needs and then in the next few weeks try to brainstorm and come out with a solution for that unmet clinical need. And this solution is again done by a full team of a doctor, engineer, entrepreneur, designer, being mentored by some of the Stanford faculty, some of the IIT faculty, and faculty from the All India Institute of Medical Sciences. What are the implications of frugal medical device innovation for India, for emerging economies, and indeed for the developed world? The implications are that, see, at, at the current moment, most of the devices in India are imported, and most of the devices that are manufactured in India are just simple class 1 devices and class 1 2 and 3 devices are if i give you a simple example a class 1 device is a spectacle a class 2 device is a contact lens and a class 3 device is an intraocular lens implant the experiment of intraocular lens implant which is a class 3 device at the arvind eye hospital with the intraocular lens which is available for 3 dollars has has really made tremendous waves in rest of the world countries like eastern europe North Africa, South America, they have accepted it with open arms. But uh, more and more Western countries are also going to accept these kind of innovations because they are inexpensive, they have a good track record, and the manufacturing cost is low, and, and they perform as well as, uh, as Western counterparts. Is it possible to give a, a real example of how much a stent would have cost in, if you like, pre-frugal innovation and compare it to the stent that you've invented or the, the stent that you're now having produced? The cost of a stent when they entered the market 
this is I'm talking about plain simple stainless steel stent was anywhere between 500 to a thousand pounds now, the cost of production of that stent was just five pounds rest of it was research marketing and, and, and you know other expenditure the cost of goods was normally for any product the cost of goods is about one-fifth of the market price but for stents the, the price was just overrated and therefore the Indian stents were developed and the Chinese stents were developed which were very very cost effective have you captured the market in India no we have not captured the market in India in terms of the Indian stents and there are, uh, we've, we've just got I think five to ten percent of the Indian market and that is and we have we've, we've tried to analyze it why we have not been able to capture the the Indian market while China Chinese stents have captured the China China market and that is because probably because of certain market forces that are at play and uh, uh, the mindset is is still not there to accept Indian engineering in a big way earlier on you touched on the importance of developing a, a business plan now will the west accept frugal innovation from countries like India and will western firms be willing to to cannibalize their current high-priced devices and business models to do that frugal innovation? That's, that's a very good question. I think what is going to happen in the future is that there is a thinning medical pipeline in the West. Most of the manufacturing is moving to countries like India and China. And the cost of production has gone up tremendously in the West. And what is going to happen in the next decade or so is that countries like India, China and Israel will combine forces and, and, and work together because innovation centers are developing in these countries and, and they would probably develop devices which will ultimately be accepted by the West and probably partner with the West and therefore the Western companies would, would, would move to the Indian, Indian soil to manufacture. Professor Bhargava, thank you very much. Thank you very much. This programme was produced by the Cambridge Judge Business School as part of its online broadcast series. Music